Welcome back to another episode of Music Club FM. This week, we're looking at Transmit Festival. We're having a super casual week this week because that lineup is pretty delicious. And I'm usually, like, I pick somewhere between 15 and 20 tracks. Um, and this week, we're, we're bang on 15 just from that lineup. So I thought, let's just have a bit of a chilled week. Let's just, just celebrate some great artists. There are artists that I haven't played on the show uh, before. There are. Artists that, that, that we have, of course, gone over at length, people like the sports team and Inhaler. But I just thought, let's celebrate the Transmit lineup. That was due to come out. A lot of it has moved over. We're actually, actually, all of these are from 2021. So this is kind of a, it's not happening this year, but let's celebrate the lineup for next year, Playcast. Kicking off with probably my favourite band. Yeah, I get that far. We're starting with the incredible Foles. And I wanted to pick something from part one of their uh, of their latest album. So we're starting off with the incredible In Degrees. Enjoy. That record's just a monster. It's one of my favourite records by them, and they're a great band. And what Yanis does is brilliant because now that he produces it as well, he adds this kind of. I just, and that that record in particular, it's so like I'm a producer in a band because it's like a dance, it's like a house record. Um, oh, I love it, brilliant! It's a great record. Next, of course, we're going to North Shields. We're going to Newcastle. We're talking about Sam Fender, an artist who I adore, adore his debut album. If it's not nominated for Mercury at the end of this year, I will be really shocked because it is a stunner. There isn't a bad record on it. Every single track is absolutely brilliant. It reminds me of last October, Laura and I just drove from Brisbane all the way to Adelaide, the whole East Coast, just hugging the coast the whole way over like, I don't know, when was it, like six, eight weeks? Um, it was absolutely amazing. We listened to Sun Fender like every other day. It was brilliant. Road tripping music is what it is about. What record do you pick by him though? Well, for me, probably my favourite record, probably Lauren's favourite record, probably his best record, The Incredible Borders. An artist that I'm really excited to check more out of, um, that I really want to see live actually and haven't, and would like to, I really should spend some more time kind of investing in her music, is Lil Sims, who has been around for a minute. She started off, um, she's done records with, with people like Gorillaz, um, records of her own. We've played, of course, My Bang Might Not, which I think is on the, on the Radio 1 A-list at the moment. It seems to be on every time I turn the radio on in the car. And she's a really cool rapper. This record, though, was one of my favourite hip-hop records of last year. It is so good. Love the UK flow that she brings. The beat is so... It doesn't fit any comfortable category. I think I love it the most because of that. Um, it just has this really, really cool London feel to it. Yeah, she's she's great. And the music video for it is brilliant as well. It's just a load of people dancing in someone's, la in someone's lounge. I love it. Anyway, enjoy this. This is 101FM by Lil Sims. Back when me and Avelino used to make tracks Living like in the LDN and Nens is mad She's crazy 
And keeping it on a UK thing, on a UK team, we of course have to mention Loyal Kana. Loyal Kana is just brilliant. Again, Like Lil Sims defies genre in terms of hip hop. For me, it's somewhere between like a rapper, spoken word like poetry, doesn't fit into grime, it doesn't fit into like rap, just makes Loyal Kana music. Amazing beats works and collaborates with some brilliant artists specifically love his work with Tom Mish just an amazing all-around guy really really cool and he's a chef as well which I like this record is a record that I think I featured on an early episode of music club actually it's not one that's uh, it's one that's been around for a minute and I, I just love it and I'd, I'd love to see him live as well I've been a fan of his for a long time this is the incredible Ottolenghi by Lyle Kana uh, they ask about the Bible I was reading Told them that the title was misleading Labelled it Jerusalem I want to talk a little bit about the news Because we haven't done this in a while This is now obviously not related to Transmit Festival Other than, hey, the Transmit Festival lineup is the same as next year um, But this year, this week Some pretty big news has happened It can cover two stories The first being the departure of Tom from Kasabian. News broke on Tuesday, maybe? Monday? On Monday. Um, we put out a little, a little Instagram post talking about it, but uh, they released a statement saying, Tom Megan is stepping down from Kasabian by mutual consent. Tom has struggled with personal issues and that, that have affected his behavior for quite some time and now wants to concentrate all his energies into getting his life back on track. We will not be commenting further. I've seen Kasabian four times. They're probably my favorite live band. I think they're amazing. They put out some incredible records. I love what Surge did last year as well. Like all around for me, they took off where Oasis stopped. They carried on and it was just, they're brilliant. That then, uh, earlier on today, they released a follow-up statement. Um, just kind of making this a bit more real, I guess. Uh, now that the legal proceedings have concluded, we can comment on the departure of Tom Egan from Kasabian. No one in the band wanted this to happen. We've all worked so hard for the past 23 years and had big plans for the future together. We're completely heartbroken. But we were left no choice but to ask Tom to leave the band. There is absolutely no way we can do this assault conviction, domestic violence and abuse of any kind is totally unacceptable. As soon as we found out about the charges made against Tom, we as a band made the decision that we could no longer work with him. Unfortunately, we had to hold back on this information until he was found guilty in court. We were led to believe that Tom would hold his hands up and in his statement tell everyone what he'd done, but he chose not to, misleading a lot of fans. Ultimately, as much as Tom has hurt us all, we're not the victim of all this. Domestic violence is something that can never be excused. Thank you for your special support in this difficult time. See you soon. See you all soon, Kasabian. Uh, the BBC have put out a article uh, just kind of outlining a little bit more about what's happened here and it sounds pretty terrifying for Tom's ex-wife, ex-fiance. Um, you know, domestic violence is a horrible, horrible thing. He clearly has some issues that he needs to sort out. It's sad because, it's sad because domestic violence is, is a horrible, horrible, heinous act. Like, let's just be very clear there, like, that is the number one sadness here. From a music perspective, it's sad because they're such a good band. And I guess selfishly, it's sad that something that I thought was so great had a real dark core. And it's always sad when something like this happens. It changes the music in a in a way. Like on Monday, I put out, I put, when I put the statement out, I, when I put the tweet out or the, the Instagram post out, I just said like, they're one of my favourite bands and he's a great front man and I've since gone back and edited that because it doesn't feel right to be 
celebrating him at the moment. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird thing to be talking about, really, because you want it. It, it feels unfair that one person's personal actions impacts their art, which has impacted my life in such a positive way for so many years. But it does. And so, what do you do? Like, as a band, do they just break up? And that's part of his redemption and punishment do they replace him like i don't know what the right answer is there personally like he's a great front man but i don't think a band is all about their front man and there are other bands that replace their front men and it's been great look at blink 182 or queen there are there are examples of that where it's worked and i mean personally dream booking here like i said at the start of this kasabian first time i saw them was supporting oasis wembley stadium and they were absolutely incredible. And that was like one of the last Oasis shows. But for me, like they, they took what Oasis started and ran with it when Oasis stopped making music. I think that there was just a perfect evolution for them. So look, man, if Noel doesn't want to get uh, the band back together, then there's a band that needs a front man. Liam? I'm okay with that. Liam Gallagher? I reckon anyone that knows Liam Gallagher and knows Serge needs to make that connection happen and just let Kasabian and Liam Gallagher take over the world. That would be great. Personally, new name. We'll see. Anyway, not to kind of take away from the fact here, like that's a, like it's, it's a horrendous thing that's happened and, and really sad. So choosing to, uh, I'm choosing to try and kind of keep this tasteful. But interested to see what happens next for them as a band. If they don't carry on, I completely understand it. If they do, I'm interested to see them replacing a frontman. How does that work? In other news, Mad Cool Festival, which is a fucking huge festival in Madrid. Yeah, Madrid has just announced their 2021 lineup. Obviously, it was cancelled this year. Carrying over from last year's festival include The Killers, Foles, and Pixies. Some artists, however, have not been carried across, including Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, and Kings of Leon. Uh, replacing them are acts like Royal Blood, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Deftones. Um, so, a massive lineup, as you can see. Uh, Taylor Swift dropping out, though, is quite a big thing because Mad Cool is in July, at the start of July, July the 8th. Yeah, Glastonbury's the week before. So, she was due to play that this year. A week after Glastonbury, and now... So, interested to see if that means that Taylor's not going to play Glastonbury. That's my kind of point here. So, um, yes, interesting. Anyway, the rest of the lineup looks shit hot, though, I have to say. The Killers, Foles, 21 Pilots, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pixies, Deftones, Royal Blood, and Mahenimore. Placebo, Mumford & Son, Glass Animals, Wolf Alice, Angel Olsen, Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes, Sports Team, Sea Girls, Seasick Steve. Like, there's some great names on this lineup. London Grammar, Alt J, Jamie Cullum, Nothing But Thieves, Tom Mish, not Tom Mish, and Yusuf Days, though, just Tom Mish. Interesting. So, just really interested to see where this goes. Um, there's apparently another 30 names they're still going to announce, so we'll stay on top of that. That looks like a great, a great little lineup there. Um, but yes, it looks like potentially Taylor Swift not headlining Glastonbury next year. Anyway, on with the next record. The next record we're going to talk about is by the incredible AJ Tracy. AJ Tracy uh, has just done a new record with Mabel, 
the light's not on. Um, with with Mabel, who both artists I covered in a WTF episode last year. So if you want to know more about them, then go and check them out. Since I did the AJ Tracy episode specifically, I've become a bit more obsessed with him. He's great. Uh, really bounces around different styles, and this record in particular is a garage record through and through. What I find interesting is that House became Garage, Garage became Dubstep and Grime. Dubstep died out because it was too big. Grime came back and now Garage is back. It's weird. But this record is just a, a, a UK Garage speciality and AJ Tracy bounces around those kind of UK urban genres beautifully. He does amazing grime, he does brilliant drill music, he does wicked hip hop. He also makes really cool garage records, like Ladbroke Grove last year is a, a wicked record. So, no surprise really that his newest record is like through and through a garage record with Mabel. I wonder if he's working towards something bigger? I don't know. Like Rain with H is obviously a massive record as well, so perhaps he's like, already working on his next album? I don't know. He's cool though. I love him and I'm excited. I'd like to see him actually. I only saw like a little bit last year at Reading, so I'd like to see more of him. This is West 10 by AJ Tracy and Mabel. I don't understand why everyone loves Cortinas. Cortinas for me, like, are a time in music, but they're not like the highlight of the time in music. Like, they represent mid to late noughties indie, but they're not the kooks, and they're not friendly fires, and they're not the wombats. And they're not blot pie. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand why everyone loves them so much. The song I'm gonna play today is brilliant, don't get me wrong, like I love it. But I don't don't get why they're always booked so high on one record. Odd. Very, very odd. If someone can explain to me why they're loved so much, I'd love to know your thoughts. Regardless, this is the brilliant Not 19 Forever by Cortinas. The next record is by Ian Brown, who is was the frontman of the Stone Roses uh, before going off and doing his own solo project. I loved, um, I love some of the records by Stone Roses, like I Want to Be Adored and Fool's Gold is like one of my favourite records ever. This record though, when he went and did his own solo stuff, is amazing and is my favourite record. Lonely Soul by, by Uncle as well is, in fact, listen to that in a minute. But this record is just amazing. Like, I love the string sample in it. The music video is really, really, really cool. He's like going backwards on a bicycle. Um, each line in this song spells the word fear. So it's four, a four word line and then it's F-E-A-R. So forget everything and remember. Final execution and resurrection. Finding everything and realizing. Like, it's such a clever record and I love it. If you've not heard this, then you're in for a treat. Um, if you have, then you're also in for a treat. This is F-E-A-R, Fear by Ian Brown. Fantastic expectations, amazing revelations. Next we're moving on to Inhaler, who obviously we covered on this channel with the WTF episode. Uh, I think the first episode was Inhaler, wasn't it? First episode of season two? Yeah, I think it was. They are a really, really cool band coming out of Dublin. Um, I've loved every record they've put out, bar Ice Cream Sunday. Don't really like that record, but the rest of their records are really cool. This record is a bit of a big, just anthemic stadium rock kind of sound. I enjoy it a lot. I'm gonna let it speak for itself. This is We've Got To Move On by Inhaler. Like 
A band that I think ev should be on everybody's radar at the moment, new band, is the Mysterines. If you've not heard of the Mysterines before, they are on the rise. Every record they put out is banging. If you're a fan of Wolf Alice, if you're a fan of Royal Blood, if you're a fan of Frank Carter, if you're a fan of the Distillers, that kind of thing, the Mysterines are great. Two-piece now, they were a three-piece, but now they're a two-piece, female-fronted, which is dope. Um, and they've recently just signed to Domino Records, which obviously is a record level that signs the Arctic Monkeys. Super cool up-and-coming band. That last year they played the slot on the introducing stage, the pay, the pay attention to me, I'm a new up-and-coming cool band, BBC introducing slot. And they were really cool. Previous players of that slot are people like Catfish and the Bottlemen and Sports Team. I think last year, year before, sorry, it was Honey Lung. So like, not always smash it bands, but some big bands have played that slot and I think Mysterines might be one of them. I believe they're working on their debut album. They're a very, very, very cool heavy band and I like it a lot. So if you enjoy this, then uh, go and check out their other stuff because they're brilliant. This is Bet Your Pretty Face by the Mysterines. Another act which we covered at length um, in our WTF episode was the incredible Biba Doobie. We also talked about her in the female special of Glastonbury a couple weeks ago. She's brilliant. I love her to bits. I really, 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 really gagging to see her. So I hope she's booked for RNL next year um, and Glastonbury because I think she's really cool. We have played She Plays Bass on this. We played her new record with No Rome as well the other day on, on a previous previous episode. We're going in the back catalogue a little bit this week because we can. This is the brilliant I Wish I Was Stephen Malcolmus by Biba Doobie. We're going into the back catalogue on stuff and being a bit lazy this week on purpose. I'm spending more time this week because I can get away with it. I'm bringing back WTF. The thing is, like, what I want to do is focus on some of the big acts, and they require a lot of time. And this week I can be lazy with Music Club because it's a festival special. <laughs> so if this feels a bit rushed and a bit short, then uh, I'm sorry. Let me know if you think it is, and you know I'll, I'll see if I can not make them these cheaper, cheerful in the future. But I just thought it'd be fun to go play some some like older records by some of the artists that are playing Transmit. That's where I'm at. Um, but yeah, I'm spending a lot of time listening to Idols because WTF Idols, ooh, that's an episode I want to do. The next record we're playing is by Georgia. She is an amazing, amazing producer, singer-songwriter. She's great. Last year put out The Incredible Started Out, a record that I loved. We're going to today play the Tough City Kids remix just because I prefer it. I think it's a better dance floor record than um, just a normal record but I think that's fine. I just think it's a cool record. This is Started Out, the Tough City Kids remix by Georgia. Another act that we've done WTF episodes about in the past. Right, hang on a minute. We've done, on this list, AJ Tracy, Inhaler, Bieber Doobie, Georgia, Next Within Seagulls, and Sports Team. Sports Team have released my favorite album of the year so far, one of. Um, the incredible Deep Down Happy. What a debut album that is. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. And their slightly slower record is a 
a real great one for me. I do like it. We've spoken about them at length. I also did a WTF episode about them last year, so you can go and check that one out. But debut album, amazing. Go and also check that out. I'm excited to see them again. They're brilliant. They're one of my favourite bands. This is the incredible Long Hot Summer by Sports Team. It was a long, hot summer. And next, Seagulls. Seagulls who are taking the indie Cindy polka dot dress scene by storm are about to release their debut album, going from strength to strength. They're very poppy, but I kind of love it. This record in particular just feels like a move on from kind of 2004 era kooks. I think it's quite cool. We covered Seagulls in a WTF episode last year, so if you do want to know more about them, then go and check that one out. But for now, this is the incredible Do You Really Want to Know? Two more records. This next record is by a band that I really like. They released their debut album at the end of last year, I believe. I think if you like Fontaine's DC, if you like um, Black Country New Road, if you like The Clockworks like I played last week, if you like any of those guys, then The Murder Capital are for you. They are a really cool post-punk kind of band like one of these amazing post-punk bands coming out of Ireland like there's so much coming out of Ireland I don't know why I listened to them being interviewed by Annie Mac just before lockdown and they were absolutely great and I thought they were they held themselves really well but also this record really stuck with me it's just incredible and I'd really love to see them live this is the incredible green and blue by the murder capital And the last record that we're going to end on today is by, we spoke about him earlier when we were talking about Kasabian, by the incredible Liam Gallagher, of course was due to play Reading and Leeds as well. Recently put out his MTV Unplugged album, which my dad put me on to, and there's only one record that you can finish, there's only one like finishing Liam Gallagher record that isn't wonderful, it's too obvious. We're finishing on the MTV Unplugged Live at Hull uh, Champagne Supernova. I will be doing a WTF episode about Liam Gallagher. It's gonna be a long one, but you gotta do it, because he's great, isn't he? He's Liam bloody Gallagher. Enjoy this. If this this is a bit of a super rushed episode, my apologies. As I said earlier, I'm working on a good WTF episode to come out in the next week or so, and it's just a bit complicated. So, this week is a bit of a rushed one, but it's a fun and a great playlist regardless. And if you're going to transmit, then it's a good fun one to listen to. If not, then um, it's just a fun playlist regardless. Enjoy though, this is Champagne Supernova. The MTV Unplugged Live and Hull by Liam Gallagher. Cheers. In a champagne supernova in the sky.